Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, June 19th. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there who is a, you know, legitimate father. Not just a sperm donor. If you're a sperm donor, shame on you. Uh, if not, then happy Father's Day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can say that. I'm the product child of a bastard. So, yeah. <laughs> Or I'm the, I'm the bastard <laughs> product <laughs> of the same kind of situation. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we've got Ms. Marvel episode one review. But before that, we got two news things real quick. Tim Sale has passed away at the age of 66. He is most known for his artwork, uh, especially on Batman The Long Halloween. Another work that I have personally picked up because of the artwork was Daredevil Yellow. He does a lot of stuff with Jeff Loeb. Unfortunately, yeah, he's he's passed on. Uh, yeah, the, the two notable ones that I know him from are, as you said, The Long Halloween and Spider-Man Blue, Daredevil Yellow, Captain America White, and Hulk Gray. That sucks, man. Is he just up for colors? Yeah, I mean, those, <laughs> yes. That, that was uh, because he was an artist and stuff. Those deal with, like, colors of, I forget, in it, like, what is it? Roy, Roy G. Biv, or is that it? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, that's the Roy G. Biv. That's all the rainbow stuff. But, I mean, was he doing just the primary colors? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, I was just getting, like, uh, way off track there. I mean, so, like, with those colors, I mean, did... Is it just that those comics were like they changed the color of the characters or they were like, was there anything to have to do with that color? Yes. So Spider-Man blue is blue as in sadness. I knew of these. I read Captain America white. I can't remember what it was about, but and then there's Daredevil yellow, which yellow in that story deals with like his father's his father was a boxer and it was like the colors that he used for his like outfit. It was yellow and red. Uh, gotcha. And Hulk Gray. Ugh, I cannot remember that one either. Anyway, I probably should have done more research. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that like when Hulk first came out on the scene, he was gray. And yeah. then I know that when Daredevil first came on the scene, his costume for the first six issues was yellow, mm-hmm. really? not the red. But yeah, I didn't know about the as far as the emotions and stuff like that, dealing with those correlating with the stories that were written. Those were all Jeff Loeb stories too, weren't they? Yes, I believe so. I know he did a lot of work with Jeff Loeb. Yeah. So to the survivors of the Sale family, uh, thank you so much for your support and supporting him and giving us awesome artwork that we can cherish for the rest of our lives and hopefully live on in the pages of everybody else's as well. Yes. Yes, thank you very much. All right, news is broken out that we are getting a Wonder Man TV show. There's apparently a director and a writer, and I believe the... Is a director or producer, Richard? I, I can't remember. So, Destin Daniel Creighton is going to be the executive producer. He was the director of Shang-Chi. I think that's maybe where you're, okay. you're getting that. And then Andrew yes. Guest, he is going to be the head writer. Are we excited about this? Like, I know there's rumors about this beforehand, but are we excited about this? I I mean, who? (laughs) I mean, because whenever I saw it, I was like, 
I honestly expected it to be like a DC thing open up and then like, no, it's, it's Marvel. And so, (laughs) well, what? Yeah. So everyone always thinks, I guess it's because of Wonder Woman, but no, there is not a DC character called Wonder Man. Well, I was gonna say the only reason why is because you got like 50 bajillion different Captain Marvels. I mean, but really there's only one true one, but still, so. Who Brie Larson? Right out the bat. Right out the bat. <laughs> Just interestingly enough, though, I honestly feel like this character development in this TV show is in response to a DC property. Really? What do you mean? Yeah. Okay, so here's here's my take. If you look at the, the character Wonder Man, he started off as a villain in the Avengers number nine, I believe. He had that one issue. He did his first appearance and he died. He came back and they retconned him, not retconned him, but they made him essentially have like the same brainwaves as the Vision later on. But they also gave him a role as a actor slash stuntman. And that was kind of his job. The other part is that the writer they got has also done Brooklyn Nine-Nine and some other comedy type shows. Yep. I think they're trying to get ahead of DC doing Booster Gold because Blue Beetle's coming out. And Booster Gold was an actor from the future, very much high celebrity kind of thing, very much a comedic role. And I think they're trying to get ahead of that, honestly. Huh. This is news me learning of a uh, of, uh, Booster Gold. I didn't realize that. Are they doing a Booster Gold show? No, but with Blue Beetle. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, Blue they, and Gold. They, yeah, they're always sort of, they're like best friends, essentially. Yes. Yeah, you mentioned that. That was one of the things I was going to say is that Andrew Guest, he's the head writer. He seems like he's a, a comedic writer. He's written for, as you said, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Community, and 30 Rock. Uh, he was also a consulting producer on Hawkeye as well. Huh. Jeremy, to go back to your question of who, Michael did say a lot of stuff. His name is Simon Williams. As Michael had said, he was a stuntman slash actor. But what I was going to point out is those ties to Vision, he was also a love interest at one point to Wanda. So yeah. since Wanda's dead, and for those not seeing, I'm using air quotes there, I kind of <laughs> wonder, will she return and since Vision may be out of the picture now, like he's back, but he's not quite him anymore. And we don't know what they're going to do with him. Maybe they'll set him up to be like a love interest for Wanda in the future. I don't know. Also, I don't know if y'all know this, but is Nathan Fillion going to be playing him? Because in the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, Nathan Fillion is one of those actors that James Gunn, he had him in Slither, and he tries to put them in each one of his movies. He was the blue alien creature in the first Guardians that Groot like sticks his fingers up his nose, you know, when they're in the prison <laughs> scene. Uh, Nathan yeah. Fillion voiced him. In the second one, there were some deleted scenes of Nathan Fillion as Wonder Man, as the actor, doing some like funny faux trailers for some movies. There is a left in the movie. It's a blink it and you'll miss it. But when Ego activates his whatever seed to take over all the different planets to turn it into him, there's one on Earth, you know, it takes over the Dairy Queen. You also see like a movie theater. If you pause it, you can see a poster and it's of Nathan Fillion as like Wonder Man. And I think it's like a spoof poster on like the Steve Jobs movie or something like that. 
But anyway, that's the little <laughs> Easter egg. So I'm curious to know, is Nathan Fillion going to be cast as Wonder Man? That would be uh, super interesting, only because a lot of people fan-casted Fillion to be Booster Gold as well. Really? For DC. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> now, he's already had a role in James Gunn's Suicide Squad <clears throat> mm-hmm. as the, uh, was it something, the some, uh, detachable, detachable kid? kid? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So he's already had a DC role, but I mean, man, I would love him as Booster Gold now. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I would put in my in- input if I knew who the heck Booster Gold was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did have a recent story. I say recent. Can't remember what issues it was, but it was Tom King's Batman, and it's called mm. The Gift. And it's a really good, like, you could kind of just read, I think it's like three issues. You could read those three issues and it's Booster Gold trying to go back in time and and save Batman or or do something. <laughs> I can't remember the story completely, but it was funny and it's actually a really good read. So the gift is, it's during that whole, like, Batman and, and Catwoman are getting married and he goes back in time and saves Bruce's parents. But by doing that, it totally fucks the timeline up. <laughs> That's right. Did he catch the pearls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they never fell, so. Nope. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, do we do we want to see a Wonder Man? Does this, I mean, I, I, it doesn't really matter if we want to see it or not. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> we, we have the power. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, dial, we'll dial Kevin right up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll text him like, um, oh my gosh, I forgot her name that plays Kamala Khan. Oh, Amon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll text him like she did. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kev. Bro, this ain't gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're lying. Because you usually do. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I don't know that I care. I don't know that I care about, like, I, I know that there's implications that we could possibly get the West Coast Avengers from this as well because he's part of the West Coast Avengers. He's part of the founding team of that. I guess there's that that we could get as well. But, I mean, on the champions, the young Avengers, the West Coast Avengers, is that where we're going? Is that we're just going to have several different teams doing different things? About seems like that right now because you can't keep up with who's doing what in this whole new series of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I think absolutely that's what they're doing, except for we're not going to get like a movie that's titled West Coast Avengers or, you know, Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> but I think they're 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 spreading them out to show some more of the, I don't know, niche heroes. Do I want to see this? Am I clamoring for a Wonder Man series? Absolutely not. But if done <laughs> properly and it looks like fun and entertaining, yes, I will. But like, I have to see a trailer for that to happen. So at that point, we're all in. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. I was to say, I'd have to agree with him. Like, obviously, I don't know Wonder Man, but doesn't seem like too many people do either. So yeah. uh, <laughs> you're wrong there, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a huge following for Wonder Man for whatever reason. Oh, well. Is there really? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh big know. time. Oh. oh, Wonder Man is like, like Booster Gold. Like, the, I don't know why. Like, Booster Gold's a jackass to me. I mean, like, he's funny. <laughs> he's funny when added to a story. But, like, I don't want to see 
Well, I don't know. Maybe I do. It depends on if it's like done comedically. I think it would be fun. But anywho, I, I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to, I mean, I, of course, I agree with Richard. If they bring it, it's good. Then great. Just yeah. I mean, as long as it's better than Moon Knight, we're fine. So. <laughs> oh, we're Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I know he did a great like he was great in acting in that but he just the writer just tore that one up yeah there are so many things I think one of y'all sent like a meme the other day of all the roles that Oscar Isaac's been in yeah and like there's so many things that he's been in and like as far as his acting goes it's great but like I don't know he's just like cursed as far as the like comic book because <laughs> like there was what Apocalypse, obviously Moon Knight. These aren't really comic things, but like uh, Poe Dameron, like a lot of people don't like the new sequel uh, trilogy for Star Wars. And yeah, anyway, I feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, he, he's voicing Miguel O'Hara too. So oh, yeah, maybe that's, that's going to be good. Yeah. And then everybody seems to like the Dune movie. And I didn't even know he's, I hadn't seen it. So I didn't even know he was part of that. Yeah. It's good. But uh, slight spoilers, his character doesn't live very long in that series. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, since we're on the topic of Disney Plus series. Wait, so I have have a quick announcement. I went into, well, it wasn't even like a full-blown, but comic shop and actually bought three comics. (laughs) What'd you get? Wait, 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 wait. Are any of them Captain Marvel? (laughs) <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my I already god. had one of hers. I got like one of like six different characters now. Like, but yeah, I got I, I was <laughs> honestly I was texting Michael through it and I was like, I don't know what I got myself into here. I, I'm I don't know what's happening. There's somebody here talking to me about comics and I feel like I should know things, but I don't know things. <laughs> But uh, I got three different ones. Uh, one of them. So I've been kind of interested more in uh, Cap. I mean, not Cap. Doc, you got it already in my head, Richard. <laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 no. I didn't get nothing in your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, kind of more interested in trying to find some on uh, Doctor Strange. And uh, mm. I almost, there were a couple like Jason Aaron uh, runs of, of Doctor Strange, but it said like it was number five or number 10, oh. I think. And I was like, I don't want to jump like right in the middle of this, but I did get another Doctor Strange, it's source, Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme messed up by the Hulk. I don't know when it was, but it was just so Michael and Richard can see like yeah, the kind of cool. cover art. It was back in the 90s, I think. Say probably and, mid late 90s. Yeah, I, I read this one and I read it, but I have no idea. I couldn't tell you, like, I know what the story happened in the comic, but obviously I jumped right in the middle of something again. So uh, they didn't follow Stan Lee's rule of every comic is somebody's first comic. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's a rule that Stan Lee had always said for writing stories is that every comic is somebody's first comic. So meaning oh. no matter where you jump in that issue, if that issue's in the middle of some story, the reader should be able to understand at least something of what's going on. So I, I, I thought that same thing, but whenever I was reading it, whenever I was looking at it, I ha- I was looking, I actually tried to pay attention to the, like the artist and everything. 
Mm-hmm. And it was a story by David Quinn. Peter Gross is the art. We haven't, I feel like we talked about him before. Uh, no, nope. I don't think we have. Apparently Does not. not ring a bell at all. Yeah. But yeah, definitely uh, Stanley was not in. Well, says Stanley. I don't know. But yeah, anyways, sorry. Sorry to like completely like re- derail there. But I got that one. And then I got Fantastic Four book. I don't know exactly where it is in the storyline. But it's I got one of those that that one was actually my wife. She wanted to pick it out just because I had the picture of all the Fantastic Four, like sitting around a dinner table, having a meal. And it says, dear readers, you have our word that nothing this lame happens inside. So (laughs) you're sincerely Mark and Brian. So she's like, I just got it just because of that. I got to get it. Okay. Is that a Brian Michael Bendez Fantastic Four? Yeah, probably. Did he do that? I think so. It's an early 2000 issue. It should say Bendez on the front cover down there in the bottom right. So it says Miller, Hitch, and Smith. Okay. Brian Hitch. I think that's Brian Hitch. Huh. So I haven't read that one oh, yet. Oh, Mark Millar. Okay. The And the Brian is spelled differently, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's B-R-Y-A-N. Yeah, Brian ben, Bendez does it B-R-I-A-N. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. And then the last one I got was, and it was because of the person, the lady in there was talking to us, and this apparently was her first comic. I haven't read this one yet, but... uh I'm just just got it just because, and it's called Slapstick. Have either okay. of you heard of him? No. Nope. <laughs> so, <Who? laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My wife was like, look, you now you can read about somebody that they don't know about. I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it made by? Is it like DC or is it Image? Is it's it, a Marvel. It's a Marvel. Is it a Marvel? It's uh, the last name's... Oh, you didn't have to tell me like who wrote it. I was just wondering who like made the comic. In other words, like was it Marvel or DC? Yeah, it's definitely a Marvel. Hmm. So it's like probably like 2010 or somewhere around in there because that number one. Yeah, it's in the top. Yeah, it seemed like a recent character. Oh, I mean, obviously, yeah. So I grabbed those three. <laughs> I mean, this will probably shame me for like ever, but <laughs> your love for Captain Marvel already did that. Well, probably. <laughs> I uh, I was sitting there looking at these books, and there was a couple that I, I picked up, and it was uh, the Dark Knight Metal series uh, stuff. Yeah. Like it was a big book, and it was looking at those that I fully realized, like, oh, that's what the Snyderverse is. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, that's not that's not Zack Snyder. That's Scott Snyder. So is it different? Yeah, there's no yes. relation. Well, that's confusing. Well, <laughs> People are allowed to have the same last name, Jerry. <laughs> well, I know, but they're both working on the same stuff. It's just a coincidence. Yeah. One's movies and one's comics. Okay, so well, okay. So then I was right in the first place then. So I apparently <laughs> just shamed myself twice there. So Shame. <laughs> ding, yeah. ding, 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 shame. But like, it was because like all that stuff is like the more dark side of Batman, apparently, isn't it? That, that learning about them and that's the reason why it made me think that it, that's what it meant by the Snyderverse stuff because it was all the the dark side of Batman or when, different when they talk Snyderverse stuff. and it being dark it's more like the story and also the actual like <laughs> the lighting color of the, <laughs> the lighting yeah. of the movie the color palette and the lighting and yeah <laughs> what the Batman the Batman yeah even if the if that's a uh, representation yeah it's definitely gonna you have to have like a freaking whole just enclosed in the basement kind of room to be able to see the movie. (laughs) 
Uh, we should probably read Dark Knight's Metal at the very least because it was a big, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a big event thing. And I like Scott Snyder a lot. If we ever decide to read some more indie books, his witch's book is fucking fantastic. But yeah, we should probably read that at some point because it deals with the Batman who laughs, who's uh, currently, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, honestly, in the DC right now, but he's been in, in like a ton of things lately <laughs> uh, since the last time I left off. But anyway. Yeah, like that's what kind of made me interested about it. It was because they had there the Dark Knight metal, they had death metal, and then they actually had multiverse who laughs. And it's all kind of dealing about that. So it all sounded really interesting, really cool. Yeah. But also the other one that I, I saw that I almost got, like I was really close to getting it, uh, was uh, Batman Last Night on Earth. And it, mm. it seemed really interesting because he, he carries around like a lantern that's, the Joker's head, so like, but he you know, communicates with him and stuff. But he's like the last, like everybody else is like dead on Earth mm-hmm. apparently, and he's just the last one there. But yeah, it's seems like a really interesting read. It's another Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo team up. So that was gonna be my other question. The one, those of like, and I'm sorry that I'm like this, like comic pasta, like way off in comic pasta. <laughs> uh, but I'm also learning here. So, so those. The, the the Dark Knight ones that like were metal and death metal, are those considered trades where like they have like, is it just all floppies combined into one type thing? Yeah, like the, the pictures you sent me were like of trades. They'll usually say like volume one or something like that on there. But if it's a complete story, like the Dark Knight ones that you were sending me or the dark, the, the metal ones that you were sending me, <laughs> then like it'll just say what it is. Uh, usually on the back, you'll also see like down towards the bottom, like what consists of, in that book. And it'll say Dark Knight's Metal issues one through five or one through six or however many is in there. So that lets you know like how many issues of that story are actually in that book. And that's how you know it's trade as well. Okay. And just so you know, also sometimes there are tie-ins, but usually the trades only have just the main storyline. Sometimes they will make a trade of just the tie-ins as well. So will they will they possibly combine the tie-ins with like in the trades? Like sometimes. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> Only if it sells. <laughs> now, now we're getting in the territory of compendium. Yeah. I, I was, I was oh, say, Lord. Yeah. I was gonna say that. Like they're called compendiums, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Compendians and uh oh, there's something. Else. There's another. There's another way. Um, like there's a massive compendium of it's Marvel, but it's of the uh, Age of Apocalypse, and it's like I don't know, like a like six inches thick. <laughs> yeah. The Walking Dead has lots. Of, has, I say lots. They have several compendiums to be able to read the entire Walking Dead story. And it's just these massive, um, there's another name and I can't remember what they're called now, uh, but it's not compendium. It's like in between trade and compendium. It's, there's something else oh, I, and I yeah. can't remember what it is. It'll dawn on me eventually, but there, <laughs> there's these hardback, just massive books. And then you'll get into a compendium, which is just even more, just this massive, whatever. Omnibus, omnibus. Oh, that's yes. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you'll go from trade to omnibus which can be like an entire series uh, and then into compendium, which will be like a story and all of its offshoots and things like that. So gotcha. The more, you know, <laughs> I was about to say, like, there's 
a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the only reason I brought up the tie-in stuff is back when I was catching up with um, Scott Snyder's Batman run, I got the Court of Owls, and then I bought the trade of all the tie-ins, which is called like the Knight of Owls or something like that. And it, it's just literally uh, just a, I don't know, it's like this uh, for our viewers, it's probably like an inch and a half thick maybe or something. And it's just all tie-ins. It has nothing to do with the main storyline. It's just other stories that tie into that. And then sometimes, like, Spider-Gwen showed up in Spider-Verse number two, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, that's part of the main story of Spider-Verse. And so you get, you know, you get to see the first appearance of Spider-Gwen in that. However, like, in your case with a metal, the Batman who laughs doesn't officially make his first appearance until it's like Teen Titans 12 or something like that. And so if you got a Dark Knight's metal trade, it may not include that Teen Titans 12. So you may get introduced to the Batman who laughs, but it wouldn't be his necessarily first appearance either. Yep. Okay. So you'd have a little bit more. If you went to those, like the Teen Titans 12, you'd actually have a little bit more understanding of of him and how he kind of came about a little bit. More story, definitely. I got you. So I just figured I'd bring that up. And also I found out like where our actual comic book store is out here. And I, as, as <laughs> texted, I texted Michael too. I was like, I bought these three. I probably paid too much, but I panicked. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, Jeremy, if you want a good Dr. Strange read and you want Jason Aaron, if you can find the trade of the, I think it's called like the death of magic or the end of magic. That one yeah. is, I want I want us to read it. I think it's really good. It is very similar to Thor, God of Thunder, but I still find it quite good. Also, I'm sure Michael probably recommended this to you, but Dr. Strange, the oath is really good. If you can find that. I did not. Okay. And a, a personal favorite of mine is Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom, Triumph, and Torment. If you can somehow find that, that's also a really good read. Okay. Well, like I said, I found out where our actual comic book store is, and it's apparently like three times the size of what I got myself into. So whenever <laughs> I'm ready to have another heart attack, I'll go there. Okay. <laughs> I referred him to like early Doctor, early 90s Doctor Strange. Doctor oh, okay. Strange and... Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme, I think is the title name, which is a lot of his title names, honestly. So that probably doesn't help. But uh, <laughs> there's a lot of key issues in that run. And so I just felt like it'd be a good, very wordy books. But I don't know. That's what I was recommending. I didn't know anything about the oath. I don't, I'm not, I don't really know a whole lot about Doctor Strange, honestly. So as far as his reads. Well, I'll definitely check those other ones out. Get cool. Comic pasta. Hey, <laughs> that's part of the show, though. I yep. mean, if you have that question, I guarantee you somebody else has got it, and we just sat there and explained it all to them, too. All right, so where can they find stuff? you at, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I had a con the, the comic book store here <laughs> for, like, days trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing. Uh, what I was going to say is we actually gave away Doctor Strange, Jason Aaron, Volume 2, at the Comic-Con we were at here a couple weekends ago. So it was a nice hardback edition, too. Yeah, I kind of didn't want to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say volume two is in a continuation of that story. I think it moves on to something else. But the first, because I, I think I read the, I think it was the first volume. I don't know. I just started reading and I like until the story <laughs> ended. So anyway. That's funny. There were honestly like a couple of them on there that I was like, I hope we don't have people that we can give these away to because <laughs> I want to, I want to read them. <laughs> 
but don't get me wrong. Like I was, I was glad that we did have people to give it away too. But there was still part of me like I, I want to read this, but now I got right. So I just got to go find right. it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. Ms. Marvel, episode one. Real quick synopsis. No, episode two. What am I talking about? Episode one. We already did episode one. <laughs> episode two. Ms. Uh, Kamala Khan still exploring her power, her new powers that she has. We find out that she's getting some kind of uh, like uh, visions. I, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A vision from beyond coming to her. She's getting all the, the vapors from this new senior guy <laughs> at school. And <laughs> and uh, Bruno's getting cock blocked. So, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, poor Bruno. <laughs> Obviously, we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. I understood that reference. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, and then they're they're kicking some dust around at the uh the moss there as well. About to anger some the aunties. The, we'll see. The Illuminantes. <laughs> that was yeah. great. That, I love I that. Know, I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like their logo and everything that they got yeah. in there. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's our whelm factor so far with this episode? I mean, mine's going to stay underwhelmed until I get Captain Marvel. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine was, okay, so I was pleasantly whelmed. I'm going to say I'm still in the pleasantly whelmed. Like like you said, we're we're trying to like, section off now these <laughs> these whelms <laughs> i'm not whelmed but i did dip down a little bit just because there wasn't like all that cool fun graffiti art and how they animated stuff there wasn't a lot of that in this one and i wanted to see more of that i will say like i actually to be all in all seriousness i i was actually pretty to me i was pretty whelmed with this one and it kind of went up. Like I enjoyed this episode and which is <laughs> apparently we're like all swapping roles here with this one, but mine's was going up from the previous first episode. My enjoyment got a little bit higher. I did catch though. Uh, speaking of that graffiti, did you notice the, I'm sure you did, but the, whenever she was texting, what's his name? It was in like the blanket behind her. Mm-hmm. So Trying to catch those little things is is pretty fun. Well, and then we also got like her emotions, like comic book emotions when yeah. the guy got out, you know. Yeah. Uh we we got our introduction to uh Comron and he when she saw him, you know, there was all these one hundreds around him and fire emojis <laughs> and stuff like that around him. So we kind of got other kinds of things. As far as my whelm meter goes on this, I'm honestly like pleasantly whelmed with this show so far, like uh, including the second episode and what it is for me is that, uh, what's the actress name real quick, Jeremy or not Jeremy, Richard. Sorry, Jeremy, you might know what's the actress name. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, Amon Vellani. She is such a delight to watch. I don't care that this is her first gig. She looks like she is freaking having a blast doing this and she's really selling it to me. And uh, when she does her whole like montage coming home from <laughs> yeah, the party yeah. and she's dancing around and stuff, I was like, that was probably my favorite part of this entire episode. Because I was just like, she's having so much fun. And I just I love watching her have fun. So uh, just real quick, uh, one question I had to ask. You said you were going to start reading volume, uh, the first volume. Have you started doing that? I have not because I can't decide if I want to wait for the series to finally end so that I don't either get mixed up 
or I can actually have like a full story to compare it to. With your reference to like her montage that she had earlier, I like, yeah, I, I enjoyed that as well. Like, I thought she was just having fun with that. I could totally just see her, even in real life, kind of having that whole experience there. And then also almost like pictured her doing the, um, the Tom Cruise like slide in. With like the, the broom or something. like <laughs> I thought that had been kind of funny, but yeah, I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. So that scene was, uh, I believe, a reference to Dirty Dancing, but she's dancing to the Ronettes, Be My Baby. But yeah, I too mm. was, I, I echo everything y'all said. It was silly. It was cute. It was adorable. It was, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's the first thing I want to talk about because it bothered me. So her mother had an issue with her going to the Avenger Con, the first Avenger Con ever, because of boys and what they could and could not be there and yabba dabba do, whatever else. But she wanted her, she said it was okay, absolutely motherfucking okay for her to go to this popular girl's high school party, knowing good and damn well folks is going to be drinking and getting turned up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of take in from all that yabba dabba do, <laughs> getting turned up. Anyway. Um, yeah, I thought the same. Th I, I I turned to my wife and was like, if I had gotten caught sneaking out the night before and the next day asked my mom if I could go to a party, my mom would be like, absolutely not. <laughs> I was just like, wow, she went, she really waxes and wanes on Camilla. <laughs> I know my, mine would have been the same thing. I'd been like, if I had asked that, I'd have had to like, it's one of those where you just see it in the eyes and you just turn and run with your hands behind <laughs> your butt, like trying to like get away. <laughs> like, sorry. I mean, like I could, maybe they're pulling, like, they've only got six episodes to do this. And so maybe it's a whole, you know, they're trying to let her grow up or they know that she's growing up or whatever else the case is. Yeah, I was, I was totally just flabbergasted. I was like, there, that's, so not cool. that's not right like that's not gonna happen i'm sorry she's just not gonna cave in that easily to this high school party i, I don't care if bruno and the other chick is going or not like if that was the case i mean bruno was going to the avenger con just say the other chick i can't i can't remember her name but say that she was going to that it's uh it's nakia yes nakia yes well didn't she she said uh bruno and i thought you said bruno and nakia were going yeah she did to event Oh no, I'm sorry. I, I just had like a never mind. <laughs> no, just... So yeah, that's probably my biggest beef with this whole episode. Other than that, I don't I I feel like the, the ending's probably the most to talk about really. I know that the, like I said, the introduction of Kam Kamran. Yeah. Uh in the comic books, he's an inhuman. So yep. I kind of wonder what's gonna happen there. All right, so my biggest my biggest beef, and it's not necessarily like nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying the biggest thing I wanted to talk about since we're just talking about the biggest things are those fucking bastards at damage control stole the fucking <laughs> Edith <laughs> drones and now they're using them. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper Potts or Pepper Stark, I guess now, has no say so whatsoever in what happens with Stark Tech. Like, that's not hers. I guess it was supposed to be Parker's, but Parker is not available anymore. So, 
Yeah, so that's one of my questions is, I have a feeling this will either lead to armor wars or secret invasion because the, I forget the, actually I, did, I wrote his name down, where is it? Officer P. Clearly. Yes, that that is so a, a funny ass name. <laughs> but I think that's done intentional. But uh, yeah, the, the, the head damage control guy, he's acting real sus. So I'm thinking uh-huh. maybe... He could be a scroll and they could use that for something in Secret Invasion. But also, since they stole the Edith drones, which is Stark technology, that could also lead to armor wars as well. You think he's scroll or do you think he's Kree? Okay, so no, because <laughs> I think the woman in the car, who's also the woman in Kumala's vision that she has when she's saving the shoe thief, which uh, just, that's a whole other thing we got to talk about. The woman in the car, I think, I think she's Cree because I think they're going to make somehow Kumala has Cree DNA inside of her. Okay. Yeah, because they, Bruno did allude to the fact that the power is not coming from the bracelets, but it's coming from within her and then protruding from because of the bracelet. Right. Which she obviously is as guardian. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be. She was very hopeful, wasn't she? <laughs> I like in that scene when she's talking about her powers and she's like, maybe, you know, I have like, uh, she says something about like having Ant-Man powers. Yeah. And she's like, how do you know you have Ant-Man powers? And she's like, because we're both uh, charming and we look a lot younger than we are, which I think is kind of a reference to people always saying that Paul Rudd is like immortal or like a vampire because if you look at older photos of him, he still looks the same as he does now. <laughs> he don't look much different from his his Halloween debut back years ago than he does now. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the oldest thing I know him from. What else? What else do we, we I mean, like I said, we had, uh, I mean, I guess if we're going down the road of come on, hmm, <laughs> it's so hard to not call him Cameron. You know what I mean? And pronounce his name correctly. <laughs> oh, Kamran. Uh, Kamran, yeah. I guess instead of him being a human, he could be Cree. And then, like you were saying, his mother, because that was who was in the back seat, she could be Cree as well. Yeah. Which, sorry, uh, just real quick, I think possibly Kamran is in fact Kumala's cousin. Like the, you know, that whole joke when she was <laughs> going on the date, and she's like, "Oh no, this is our cousin." And her brother's like, "Wait, you mean like you and me, cousin?" <laughs> Which I thought that whole interaction was really funny. But um, anyway, yeah. because I think they may reveal, I'm all speculating. I have no evidence towards that. But I have a feeling they're going to reveal <laughs> that this woman is in fact her like, I'm trying to think. It's like great grandmother's like sister maybe. Yeah. And she's like a Cree. Okay. Yeah, because I thought that was the great grandmother every time we saw the vision. In fact, I need to go back and watch the episode now because I did not put two and two together that her vision was actually connected to the woman in the back seat, yeah. uh, Kamran's mother. You may be freaking spot on with that. Yeah. And like I said, on top of that, grandmother, the great-grandmother's name was Isis, or I, no, Iris, wasn't it? That was Aisha. Hang on. Aisha? I, I have it I have it written no, down. No, Aisha's a woman from Guardians. I have all of this lady. written down because I wanted, yeah, I guess that's how you pronounce it. Aisha is Kamala's great-grandmother. Is that who you're wanting huh. to know? Yeah. Munibia is Kamala's mom. And Sana is Kumela's grandmother. So okay. mom is uh, you, Jeremy. Munibia. <laughs> grandmother is Sana. Great grandmother is Aisha. All right. They were using a lot of names. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
trust me, I had to I had to pause <laughs> like rewatching this episode. I, I rewatched it Friday night and I was like pausing with like subtitles up so I could like type out <laughs> all these notes. <laughs> I, I don't honestly I don't feel like a whole lot actually happened to this episode. I kind of feel bad for Bruno. Like I said, he's getting cock blocked here. But yeah, I, I agree. Like he, he he does get blocked. Like and and I rem- I remembered too. Like whenever you're looking at that, that Richard, you had I believe you had said last week that in the comic they don't have any kind of actual relationship or anything like that. So it seems it seems like they're maybe trying to put that in there. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's the that's the one takeaway for me, which is also I guess kind of what bumped it down to. I'm not whelmed, but you know, like I'm just teetering on that whelmed to pleasantly whelmed for this episode was I really don't want Bruno and her to hook up. I like the idea that they're just best friends, mainly because mm. I kind of want to see her and Miles or something. If we get a Miles in the MCU kind of be like a, a thing, that'd be cool to see. But yeah, I, I, I just don't care. I like the 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 fawning over Comron, but I really think they're going to make him actually her cousin. And then that that just puts the kibosh on, <laughs> on that. <laughs> Right. And then the, the other thing I was going to say too that I, I liked or I thought about on this episode was you know, whenever she was saving the little boy uh, from falling out the window that he shouldn't have been up there in the first place. But um, the shoe thief. When, yeah. So whenever, wait, he stole shoes? Yeah. He's the shoe thief. Oh, I, I didn't, didn't know that. that. Yeah. If you look at, sorry, I didn't mean to take over real quick. If you look at when, <laughs> when she's saving him, you know, she puts the platform underneath him real quick. If you uh-huh. look at the shoes, when the, when he's on the platform, it's the shoes that Nakia when they go into the mosque. Oh, really? It's the same shoes. So he's the shoe thief. Oh, that's hilarious! I didn't. Yeah, I definitely didn't catch that. So, but what I was saying about that is, you know, she saves him, and then you know she messes it up a little bit. Well, she doesn't mess it up, but uh, she sees that vision, and of course, he starts to fall again. But all in my head, like I was, like, I was thinking, you know, you could have saved him if you just weren't such a poser. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she does a superhero landing pose as as you reference. But also yeah. they, they reference the when they're doing the, the superhero training montage and she falls off of that little whatever small thing and, and Bruno's holding on to her and she's like, You gotta let me go. Like they're referencing Oh yeah. They're yeah. referencing the death of Black Widow, and I was like that is uncalled for. It is too soon. <laughs> <laughs> we also got a reference to uh, Kingo. Apparently, yeah, he's, yeah. he's touched their hearts, <laughs> and and Kingo's you know made up father and and yeah. made up grandfather and <laughs> so on and so on. Yeah, that was I loved that that scene when they're talking about how like you know my my Ami is like super obsessed with Kingo Senior or something like that, and they're like, oh, gross. Or something. <laughs> that's just really funny. <laughs> that leaves the door open now to eventually we're gonna get a Kamala Khan and Kingo moment, and she is just going to geek out and freak out. Uh, not only because of the superhero aspect of it, but finding out he's an eternal and then seeing the Bollywood star. That's gonna be a fun scene to finally yeah, see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I guess the biggest things are like Damage control. What? What? What are they trying to? Why are they trying to get Kamala? I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Like once again, this is my biggest beef with just in general what they've done with damage control. And judging by like the trailer, now seeing some of the technology that they have, judging by the trailer in uh, She Hulk, that absolutely is who that is in that trailer is damage control. I don't know, man. It like 
like we talked about last week's episode, maybe they are setting, uh, I hope not. Uh, maybe they are setting up Civil War II, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I can't like, Jeremy, you should not want that to happen because in my opinion, <laughs> they character assassinated Captain Marvel in that. So you've read Civil War, the original. She's yeah. kind of like the Tony Stark in that story where she's pro they essentially make it minority report. They have an inhuman who can see like the future and Carol's all about arresting and charging people for crimes that they have not committed. And she's so not herself in that story. And like I said, they, they character assassinate her, but anyway, that's comic pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know why they're trying to gather up unless they're trying to help out Valentina, mm. um, get people for her group, maybe, or they're trying to form their own group, the Dark Avengers, for to go against Valentina. Like, I, I don't know why else they would want, you know, people with powers. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. The only thing I can think of, like I said, is they're just trying to register them and have them on, like, a government watch list. They definitely seem like the bad guys so far in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely Stranger Danger vibes. <laughs> Um, so i have a question just i this i had this thought is zoe zimmer going to be like kumela khan's flash thompson yes yeah now that you say that yes she is yes she is absolutely that's kind of one of the things i want i'm i'm ready to see in the book how that interaction because i'm she's in the comics too yeah if i'm not mistaken zoe is uh she gets saved by kumela when she falls into the hudson okay for the third time (laughs) well that that actually is a reference that that whole conversation the first episode was a reference to in the comic when she saves zoe from falling in the hudson oh i got you funny stuff all right so uh we've already touched base on on the the potential of the grandmother being in the backseat and that her possibly being Cree. Is there anything else, though, we can think of, of what maybe that's about outside of the Cree factor or the scroll factor? It's something to do with the bangle. She's probably wanting it for something. I don't know what. Also, while I was editing last week, you were talking about how in you were looking at like a cover for Kumala and she has that bangle on her. Apparently, later on in the comics, the bangle is just the story that we saw this week's episode where they're telling the the story of how her great-grandmother had it during the uh, partition and she was escaping for like safety reasons and stuff. They tell that exact story in the comic as well, but it's not like a magical bangle. It's just like a precious family like heirloom. And that's why she wears gotcha. it as her costume. What did the grandmother do? Apparently there's all <laughs> kinds of rumors of her killing folks and whatever else. Like, Yeah. I'm wondering, is the woman like a twin sister of some sort? Okay. And all the stuff that they said that the grandmother, was a grandmother or great grandmother? I can't remember. I think it's great. Is the great yeah. grandmother. So yeah. whatever she did, I'm wondering if this woman did instead and she got oh. blame placed on her. Well, that'd be interesting. Okay. That would be interesting. You would think that her grandmother, though, would say something about a twin. <clears throat> but, I mean, that would also give it away early on. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't seem like she was all there anyways. But she definitely she definitely knows something about that bangle. Mm-hmm. She did not want to talk about it. Yeah. But so does the mother, apparently, too. So she don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the mom bugs me how she's, like, not wanting to talk about it at all. And it's just like, 
Wait, I think Kamala says, like, you know, you wanted me to tell, find, you know, tell my own mm-hmm. story or whatever. She's like, not this story. And it's like, come on, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good ever comes from withholding that kind of information. Right. So how many episodes before you think the mom just finally is like, okay. I mean, it took us one episode for her to say okay to a high school party where there's going to be drinking. <laughs> so we're thinking like next episode, we're going to get the, the story for the bangle. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I didn't want to tell you the first two episodes, but since we're in the third and we're halfway through the season, here you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta progress this along. Uh, when do you think we're going to get Kamala's costume? Her official, you know, trailer costume we keep seeing and stuff like that. I'm going to say episode five. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the under and go for four. I think that's where I was headed to. <laughs> I, was, I was going for four. I like five, though, as well. I mean. They could just have us all wrong and just wait till the last, like, outro. Oh, God. I hope not. Jake Lockley. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. Also, QR code. Found it. It is, the timestamp is three minutes, 18 seconds. It's when Kumela and Brian, um, I know his name's Bruno. Anyway. <laughs> it's when Kumela and Bruno are walking in and there's like these weird set of doors for some reason. There's like two doors, but they're both open. You see a poster for the high school at the bottom of the poster. It's a QR code. It goes to Miss Marvel issue 15. Issue 15? Issue 15 is the introduction of Comron. Ah, okay. That makes sense then. So when's, when's one of these QR codes going to go to the Comically Comics podcast? Uh, when, you, <laughs> when you talk uh, Kevin Feige into putting it in there. Okay. All right. When we hit him up about Wonder Man, we'll say, bruh, also, yeah. just, just slip this on in there. Hey, do us and you a favor. All right. <laughs> uh, one other thing. I like that we got a Night Light. Like, that's her superhero <laughs> name right now. We, we first got Night Monkey. Now we have Night Light. Are we going to get another Night Hero later on? <laughs> Who night, was Night, night Monkey? Fury. That was uh, Spider Man. <laughs> 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 but you don't spell it properly. You spell it with a K. <laughs> oh, in in uh, when it was far from yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, night monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> That's great. Kamala did not seem amused by nightlight at all. <laughs> she just, yeah. that whole face just went. Ugh. <laughs> I also. I love in that scene when uh, her best friend is is shitting on Zoe Zimmer. She's like, there's another superhuman catastrophe and all she's thinking about is like her cell or, or how she got saved by budget Captain Marvel. And, and then Kamala's <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to play it off to where it was like, not a thank you as in referencing her as uh-huh. Captain Marvel, but as <laughs> thank you for saying that. That is funny. I'm glad that this is actually like a TV show that I still think is focused at a younger women audience. Right. But I can totally have fun watching this. Like, and I, like I said, I, I, I'm going back to just Emil Amal. What's her name? Amon. Amon. Totally going back to just her performance. It's just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The supporting cast is great as well. And so I'm just, I'm glad casting has made such a difference on this. Yeah, I agree. I love the dad. The dad is like one of my favorite. Like, 
I, I just love him. I love that when he's getting like blackmailed by Nakia, like his just like deer in the headlights look. And then I love, honestly, I love when he's telling the story of how like her great grandmother survived the partition, the whole like falling a trail of stars. Like I could listen to him narrate anything. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, he's my favorite supporting cast member. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah. Whenever you brought up that part there where she was just, <laughs> Nakia was just, drilling him like just destroying your daughters and your basically your other daughters <laughs> dreams of changing this world I, I thought that was hilarious just seeing him as you said just his face just dropping mm-hmm. every, as every word comes out of her mouth <laughs> we think she's gonna get voted in i hope so i think it's the disney way yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna say no i think that would be something like she doesn't and then they have to deal with that or something I can see that. See that as well. I want to talk about ice cream pizza for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just because I had a note here that just said ice cream pizza, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) That sounds horrendous, by the way. Yeah. Yes, it does. Because nothing beats peanut butter on the pizza. Oh, my God. (laughs) What is wrong with you? If you haven't tried it, you should. It's good. On the pizza crust. Eat the whole pizza, and then you got the crust left, and you put the peanut butter. It's great. No, no, <laughs> no, that's not even an Alabama thing. I don't know what the hell that is. Like, <laughs> that's a Jeremy thing. <laughs> like, it's a Mississippi thing to get ranch with your pizza, but like peanut butter and pizza, like this, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's gonna, it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be <laughs> pineapple on pizza. What, what do y'all uh, like? No, no. <laughs> Okay, so I have strong feelings about this, and absolutely not does pineapple belong on pizza. My wife loves it on pizza, and we fight about this all the time. But I, I love pineapple. I love it. It's like one of my favorite fruits, especially if you mix it with some strawberries. It's delicious, but it has no fucking place to be on a pizza. <laughs> per the usual for Comically Comics. I am absolutely for pineapple on pizza. So. <laughs> You're a goddamn monster. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. And I've got my son loving it and my daughter loving it too. Oh, so there you no. go. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm breeding them to like this. <laughs> what about your wife? Does she agree with that? Uh, no, she doesn't. She's a barbecue chicken pizza chick. Mm. Oh, okay. So yeah, I can't, I can't do the whole barbecue chicken pizza. I, I, it's okay. Oh. Not my favorite, though. <laughs> Pretty much all my kids like pineapple on pizza. So doing good there. Doing good on yeah. Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So was that uh, like p- pizza and pasta there? P- pizza, pasta? <laughs> <laughs> Comic-y p- pizza? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We got anything else? Oh, I don't think so. No, I think that's it. Cool. Jeremy, where can I find you at? Oh, well, they can find me still here. Searching through these comics, trying to figure out where I am, <laughs> what's happened to my life, what's happened to these other characters' lives, and just... One of us. One <laughs> of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife actually did it. She came by, she like took a picture of me while I was looking through the comic books as like, just a document that I was searching through them and everything. <laughs> <laughs> the state of confusion. Yeah. Oh, no, I alt- utter confusion. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I'd pick up one. I'd be like, I don't, I don't. Like I said, this <laughs> Dr. Strange one I read, no idea what happened, where it was going. It's just, 
there was a Hulk that looked like he had magic-y powers. <laughs> and then there was like a some kind of like part of Doctor Strange. They call it Stevens or something. I don't know. But it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, I, I grabbed the wrong one. I panicked. I'm going to be digging tomorrow. Maybe I can find the, the issues before and the issues after and send them to you. <laughs> you need to, so I can figure out what the heck happened. Where else can they find you outside of, you know, your sanity in the comic shop? <laughs> if I can ever get my way back out, then yeah, you can find me on Twitch uh, under the handle Night Fury GTO. It's night with a K because it's, you know, a play on words there. With night and K and, you know, being a, a knight, a shining armor, but at nighttime. So. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on there and you can, you can find me on here just hanging out. <laughs> Richard, where can they find you? <laughs> You've killed Michael. <laughs> you can find me if you want to contact me directly on Twitter. My handle is Night Curry, Night like day and night, and Curry with a K. You can also contact us directly via our Instagram. Our Instagram is Comically Comics Podcast. We also have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a YouTube, and it is Comically Comics Podcast. <laughs> I believe we've posted a, like a short little clip, though I think it is restricted to age. I hope so. <laughs> yes, it is. And per Jeremy, we apparently have a TikTok. That we do. Comically Comics Podcast on TikTok. Nice. Nice. We're expanding, y'all. We're expanding. We are. All right. You can find me on YouTube at 22 Comics. You can also find me on Instagram and whatnot at 22 underscore comics. Thank you again so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. Do you have a favorite food? Ice cream pizza. Is that two foods or one food? One. I put ice cream on pizza. Did someone say ice cream pizza? I like the flavors. That's really gross.